And welcome back to Real Talk Sports with Rico. Today, I'll be your host. Today's show, we're talking about the NBA in-season tournament. I'm just essentially recapping it and then also talking about my thoughts on the tournament as a whole. Just want to go ahead and thank Spotify, which is now our platform for the podcast. You can also check us out on Real Talk Sports at Rico at the YouTube channel as well. And all those will be in the show notes below. I also want to thank the fans out there who have chimed in on a week-to-week basis and helped us drive content to the show. And I just want to go ahead and thank the sponsors out there who have put sponsorship on the show. So without further ado, let's jump into the content, guys. And we're talking about the NBA in-season tournament and my thoughts here. To go along with my thoughts, I've actually got some 2K 2024 gameplay, which is actually the Indiana Pacers and the Los Angeles Lakers, which if you followed, these were teams that actually played in the finals, guys. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and throw that up. So, all right, guys. So, you know, my thoughts initially here is that I, I just think that it was interesting. I thought that it was fun. I liked the way that the NBA incorporated this thing. I was at the NBA Summer League this year, and I also was there for the announcement um, as commissioner, um, as the commissioner actually came in and actually had did this announcement. So I will say it's pretty exciting. Um, the one thing I can say about Adam Silver is he is very innovative. He's very creative. And I think that he has done a terrific job with these playing situations. And I see this NBA tournament really playing out well. Um, I think that you saw a lot of that energy last or yesterday, whenever you're looking at this um, or whenever you saw this. So it was, the Lakers and Pacers, you're seeing a rejuvenized uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Those guys played hard. They really wanted it. They wanted this first title. They wanted to be the winners in this inaugural tournament. And I thought you saw some great gameplay throughout. I love how they changed courts throughout the time period uh, to let you know, you know, what games were going to be um, into the end season tournament eligibility. And basically, it broke down to the Eastern Conference. You had the four teams that made it out were the Milwaukee Bucks, the New York Knicks, and then you had the Pacers and you had the Celtics. Uh, the Pacers have really surprised just about everybody this season. They won against Boston 122 to 112. They had come back and beat Milwaukee 128 to 119 after Milwaukee had advanced over New York, which set them up for the finals. On the other side of this thing, you had the Lakers coming in at the one seed. You had Phoenix at the four seed. You had New Orleans at the three seed, and you had Sacramento at the two seed. The Lakers beat Phoenix 106 to 103 in that one. That came down to a game-winning shot. You had the Pelicans beat the Kings. Bit of an upset. You had the Lakers beat the Pelicans 133 to 89. That was an absolute beatdown. And then the Lakers 123 to 109 against the Pacers here in the championship to win it. Um, and that actually was kind of a beatdown as well. So I, when I'm looking at this thing with the Lakers, I think that the Lakers, this is a good building point for the Lakers. Am I sold on the Lakers winning a title? Absolutely not. But I think that if the Lakers want to extend and go far, they're going to have to play this way. And when I look at Anthony Davis, this is the Anthony Davis that a lot of people thought that the Lakers were going to get. Here is a guy that went out here, played absolutely terrific. He had the 20 rebounds and 41 points. The only problem is he doesn't play like this all the time. Four blocks, five assists. 
LeBron, 11 rebounds, four assists, two steals, 24 points. Austin Reeves off the bench, 28 points. A guy I think he's really starting to find his stride now that he's come out of Team USA. Uh, on the other side of this thing, the Indiana Pacers, I think that this is the blueprint for the Pistons. A lot of people thought that the Pistons were the laughing stock of the league along with the Pistons. Um, I got to give credit to Rick Carlisle. I like that the fact that Rick Carlisle traditionally has been a half-court offensive-minded coach. I think the moment that he turned it over to Buddy Hill and then also to Tyrese Halliburton and let these guys open it up and be more of an open team now, uh, the wins have started to come in abundance. And the one thing that I like about the Pacers is they shoot the ball incredibly well. I know that they have struggled uh, or they struggled in this championship game, but the fact that Halliburton, Turner, Obi Toppin, who's come over from the Knicks, Buddy Hill, these guys have been able to make plays. And Benedict Matherin, who has been a scorer, you have Aaron Naismith, who's come over from Boston, and he's really starting to blossom. These guys are playing very well. They're going to be a scary team. But I think what you saw is that they have issues as far as the interior. They don't go down to the post enough. They also, too, don't defend the post enough. And I think that that's what you saw with the Lakers here yesterday because the Lakers were able to shoot 54, 53 percent. But the key that you take out of this is that the Lakers played such bully ball. They had 80 points in the paint, which was just unheralded. That's like playing 2K on easy mode. So the Pacers have got to figure out a way to really start to get offensive rebounds. They've got to figure out a way to be more physical on the on the on the rebounding attempts and things like that they've got to be able to push back a little bit more on the block and i don't know if that's something that they have to address at the trading deadline um or the buyout market but they need to get a physical center you know they had that with sabonis but give them credit they had to get rid of Sabonis to get Hill and tyrese halliburton over there i think a lot of people were scratching their heads when the Pacers traded Sabonis, but now you see why you had to make a move like that because of what Tyrese Halliburton can do. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's the issue with the Pacers moving forward. They've got to figure out a way to somehow, some way, get better inside in the paint. Because right now, they're 29th in the NBA per game with rebounds. They're first in points scored. Their first in field goal percentages, their 10th and free throw percentages, and six and three point percentages. So they do a great job of scoring, but they have got to find a way to defend. So I think that this was a huge plus. I, I like it so far. Um, it's interesting because if you look at it, the stats do not count or will not count towards the final total um, when it comes down to, you know, points and things like that and all that stuff like that so i'm sure going into the scoring title and all that stuff like that that stuff doesn't count but it was interesting it was entertaining um i like the court i like the fact that they take these guys over to vegas to actually incorporate that as well i think vegas has been a huge hot spot for sports uh now that they're getting ready to get the a's over there as well so they've already got the football team i think it's a matter of time um, and I think that this was almost like an experiment for the NBA to see 
would they have value over there uh, other than the summer league? And I think it was a, a whopping successful yes. Like I think that there has been talk about Seattle getting a franchise, and I think that there should be a real talk now about Vegas getting an NBA franchise, something I would definitely be interested in picking up some season tickets for. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that the NBA has really done a great job here. The one thing that I will add about this tournament is that with this format, and somebody had brought this up, a shout out to the Chicago Bulls announcers. I was I was watching their game here a couple of nights ago, but I think that Adam Silver should extend this thing a little bit more and maybe they should have a tournament for the number one pick. I think instead of doing the ping pong lottery thing, I think teams should play for that at the end of the year. I think teams should play for the lottery ball. I think it should be a situation where at the end of the season, perhaps before the playoffs start, you see who will have the number one pick in the draft. Now, I don't know how that works out if you you know got a certain trade situation or something like that, but I think that that's a great way and good basketball. I think that that's a terrific way for some of these teams that are at the bottom to perhaps get into like a little bit of a playoff situation and you know, perhaps maybe have some fuel going into the next season. So that's the one thing that I would probably maybe add off a variation of this NBA in-season tournament. But for the most part, I, I think that this was a huge success. Uh, credit to the Lakers. I don't think that this puts them in championship contention, but I do like the fact that the Lakers were able to go out and show a level of physicality here. Um, you know, I, I think that moving forward, this is going to bode well for them. Um, I think it's going to bode well for the Pacers. I think that this was a teaching moment for them. I think that they still have a lot of time here after 20 games to try to figure this thing out um, as far as how they're going to get a lot better with their interior play. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, great, great tournament. I think that this was a huge success for the NBA. So kudos for them. So with that being said, guys, uh, that is this week in the NBA. Just wanted to really Talk about the NBA uh, in-season tournament. Talk about what went well, what could go better with it. Uh, kind of my thoughts here on that. And so uh, before we sign off, I want to go ahead and thank the sponsors out there for putting sponsorship on the show. I want to go ahead and thank the fans out there who have listened to the show on a week-to-week -week basis. Make sure that you can follow us or make sure that you follow us actually on Spotify podcast, which was Anchor Podcast at one point in time. You can also follow us on YouTube uh, under Real Talk Sports with Rico there. Again, all those links are generally in the show notes. And guys, make sure you stay tuned as we have many different uh, podcasts coming up. We've got some shorts as well. So make sure you continue to follow the channels here. So uh, for myself, this is Rico. This is Real Talk Sports. We'll be back next week. We have a full slate of NBA games. And as usual, I'll be talking to you guys about this upcoming week as we've actually got through a piece of the season now. So yeah, about 20, 22 games, guys. So all right, Real Talk Sports with Rico. Take care, guys. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace, peace, peace.